Right, so in this episode, I'm just going to kind of check in with you to see if you're okay. I can't actually feel my lips today. I don't know what's going on. Why can't I feel my lips? Ah, I had... uh... Oh, that's it. I, um... Numbing cream. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I had an injection in my head earlier. I had Botox. (laughs) I had Botox. Let's not beat around the bush here. I had Botox. And, um, yeah, I I must have got some on my lips because I can't fucking move my mouth, but it's fine. Okay, this is awkward. But anyway, that aside, I want to check in, see if you're okay. Every single Uber I'm getting, everywhere I'm going, everyone's saying the same thing, which is I don't feel great about myself. And then I don't know what's going on. I'm very busy in periods like this because I can't go anywhere. I can't even have facial stuff, treatments. I can't have anything because people are asking me, so Katie, Katie, what do you think? And I'm like, I know I make out I'm the all-seeing eye, but I wouldn't mind a day off. But anyway, do you know what it is? It's um, just before a season starts, you have this wishy-washiness. And basically, you'll notice that your muscles will get tight. You might have gained a little bit of weight as well. And you just feel like shit. You, you will. And it's, and it's all coming out of the body. So let me take you through it. Each season has a different reason. Do you like what I did there? So it's like... Um, so winter. Winter is a time for shredding crap, re-evaluating, wondering what you want to do in life, just kind of like hibernating, being a little bit antisocial and just calming down really. And so those emotions need to come into play, definitely in your body and your mind, so that you can start to re-evaluate on a soulful level what you want, right? Let me just cough, hang on. <clears throat> I need to learn how to pause. Nah, maybe I won't. So, um, winter does that. So then as we enter spring, what happens is those morose, sedativeness feelings of stagnancy. I know that wasn't the most perfect fluent English, um, but (laughs) you get the drift. And um, it's all got to come out because it's you know it's spring now it's time to plant those ideas that we were thinking about over winter it's it's about implicate oh my god what (laughs) implicate oh my god I can't actually say the word okay it's about um uh planting seeds I I can see it I can't say it it's okay I'm just having a bad like word day but anyway implicate that's it um and it's about kind of um really figuring out what what you want and and kind of doing it and action orientated so we've got to move from the stagnancy and the heavy mindset that we've had all winter and the kind of feelings of hibernation and we've got to move into a more action orientated it state so how do we do that so just before the switch what we do is we start to purge and so emotionally you'll get a bit crap and like psychologically you'll feel a bit crap physically you might gain a little bit of weight but you also your muscles will get stiff because it's all got to come out the body so I always say whenever you feel rotten exercise because exercise the word broken down is exa so exorcism it's about purging so exercise is purging emotions purging a certain mindset 
So don't worry, you're absolutely normal. Please don't think that there's something wrong with you because you're feeling shit. It's just before a new season starts. But also you're going to be bogged down by the expectations of a new season. Oh my God, it's spring. My body isn't ready. Oh my God, should I be going on holiday? Oh my God. So you'll be planting all these imaginary scenarios that haven't even bloody happened yet. So you need to chill out. Okay, that's a job for you. You need to chill out. But also you do need to start to purge those wintry mindsety things that you've had. Let me just have a sip of my drink. I made green tea just now, so let me just have a sip. I'm on a bit of a fast at the moment. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nice. Right. So the first thing I want to do <clears throat> is check in with you and, and see if you're okay. Second thing I want to do is I want to tell you that you're absolutely incredible. You're absolutely brilliant. You are on the right road. Please do not think you are not. You are doing everything correctly. You've just left a load of shit behind. I know this because I know how the energy has been working and I know how we all operate to that energy. So this resonates with not just one or two, it resonates with all of you. You have just left something that was incredibly stressful. You're over it. You're closing a new chapter. You're moving on. It was all one giant shit show and a giant purge. But now what we're going to do is we're going to look at how we can get you aligned to your true self and your true power and a bit more motivation, okay? So I know that you can feel a little bit timid and I know sometimes you feel a little bit down, but that's okay. You've been through quite a lot, okay? So this next step is I really, really need you to, to engage, okay? You need to start engaging with yourself. You need to start really looking in that mirror and appreciating who you are and you really, really fucking need to be switched on. Okay, because you will always have drama in this world. Taxes will always go up. Politicians will always fuck up. Everything will happen. Sooner or later, something will come out the blue and you're like, wow, I didn't even see that coming. Even I think that sometimes. I think, wow, why do I see everyone else's future? Just not my own. So don't worry about it. These things will always, always happen. But when you are really fucking solid in your own skin, that's when you really start to kind of be a little bit teflonized. So let me tell you a story. Let me just relax. I'm sat on the floor because my sofa still isn't here, but it's fine. I'm just going to take another sip. Now I'm going to take you down memory lane. Now then, I grew up very religious. I believed in Jesus, I believed in God. My grandpa was a vicar and it was quite a heavy atmosphere in the house with religion, right? Church every Sunday. Uh, I would cook the Sunday roast every Sunday. And, and so on, it was that kind of house, right? And I always felt that there was this niggling, niggling of this psychic talent, of course, it was God, God talking to me. That's how it was framed. That's how I framed it, right? Who am I to judge? It is what it is. I can read shit and then it happens, right? So you can come at me with any angle you like. I've heard all sorts. It is what it is. Let's keep it simple. What I realized as I was at school, I think someone tried to bully me once and I hit them and then that was it. They didn't try again. When I went into the workplace... 
and became an adult. I have never been so bullied before. Like it was, it was shocking. Like I'd go into offices and it was dog eat dog and women would stab me in the back and men would be uncouth. And then I realized that I was trying to balance my personality with what was required. And I could just never quite get it right. Whenever I did something or made a comment or something, someone would jump on it and say, you're weird. What are you doing that for? And sometimes I can get quite nervous. Well, I think it's overstimulated and I can twitch, you know, my eyes can flicker quite quickly. And I can't hide that shit because I don't know I'm doing it, but it gets picked up. Now, what I found was I tried to hide aspects of my true self and align with a more structured workplace, which I thoroughly enjoyed because workplace allowed me to have these certain set of rules that I could work towards and learn how to manage whatever was going on with myself, right? The problem was I was exhausted. I was being, I was hiding myself. I was trying to be someone I wasn't. You know, I have got a very, very big heart and I love everyone and gender isn't an issue for me. But then the next question is, well, what am I then? Am I bisexual? Am I what? Like, I don't even care, to be honest. I don't even care. For a community who doesn't like labels, there's a fucking lot of them, right? So that added complications on how I received, I was received and what groups that I could kind of mix in because of the safety aspect. If I hung around with a lot of men, they wanted to know the female stories. If I hung around with a lot of women, they just presumed that I was available. So it became really complex in a relationship, navigating relationships, it was like a minefield. But also the um, shame, you know, there was a religious factor that was in my brain that was quite planted and it was just like hang on a minute this isn't right but what I couldn't understand was that love is isn't wrong so I couldn't understand how what I was doing was wrong if I loved all so anyway this is a this is a rabbit hole I'm not going to go down it but I'm just telling you that life has been incredibly hard and my heart has had quite the battering because of it so what I'm telling you this, why I'm telling you this is because I think you can relate. I really do feel that you can relate in the sense of you have had to be in scenarios, situations where you've had to hide yourself and then you've had to balance out your quirky personality with what's suitable in the boardroom or what's suitable with at work and people call you weird. You're the weirdo. If you're too quiet, you're weird. If you're too loud, you're attention seeking. You can't quite get it right in a social setting. Right. So if this resonates, this is for you. And in terms of relationships, gay, bi, straight, whatever fucking label you want to put on it, if it just feels like you're having a hard time with that, like it's not even we're not even talking about sexuality here. We're just talking about relationships as a whole. You know, sometimes you might lean towards bad relationships, unhealthy ones, controlling ones, abusive ones, and you just can't get it right. So this is a conversation between me and you around the fact we just can't get it right. So what do we do? My greatest advice is to not give a shit. It gets to a point where you become ill, tired, redundant, reductive, and you just 
cannot take it anymore. You're trying to be this, you're trying to be that, you're trying to be that, you're trying to be this, you're trying not to insult that person, but you're trying to not trying to insult that person. You're trying to be rude to that one, but you're not trying to be rude to that one. It's too much. It is too much for your brain. So my greatest advice is to understand who you are, like who you are, and advertise it. Seriously, my life got a hell of a lot better as soon as I started being honest with myself and honest with everybody else. Wherever I go, because I contract in corporate, wherever I go, I am an open book. I worked for a massive FMCG company and I said, they said, oh, you've got a boyfriend. I said, no, um, I date both actually. Oh, you're bi then? Well, no, not really. I says, I don't really know what I am, to be honest. I tend to like women a lot, but then I have straight hour every day, which is like an hour a day. I just really like guys, but I don't really know why. And I laughed about it. And I was so honest with it that everybody laughed with me. And I says, I mean, find me a label, you know. So, you know, we all just joked at the confusion of it all. And then my quirkiness and someone kept looking at me and I says, oh, is my, are my eyes rolling again? And we, we were like joking about it. So I got in a position where these quirks, instead of hiding them, I ended up celebrating them, laughing about them and being really confident with them. Do you know what that did? Not only did it set me free, it really set me free from the burden of trying to hide my fucking self, but it made me incredibly likable. Now, I know that I sound like an absolute twat saying that because really there's something about, there's something British about not really talking about yourself in that way, but quite honestly, whatever, choosy battles, you know? But honestly, I have never been more liked and approached and leaned on since I have come out of everything. It's not even about the closet, the closet, whatever. I was never in Narnia anyway. It was pretty obvious. But what I'm saying is, is that with the psychic stuff as well, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm psychic. Like, yeah. And I don't go around and shove it in people's faces. It's just that when they ask questions, I'm honest. You know, what do you do? Oh, I do this, this and this. Sometimes it's not appropriate. So, you know, do use your emotional intelligence. If I'm in a board meeting, I'm not going to sit there and go, well, psychic Katie says, you know, you shouldn't invest your money there. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going to emotionally regulate the situation. But what I'm saying is, yes, seasonal changes will incur tiredness and feelings of being bogged down. However, if you are hiding parts of yourself and you are unsure about how to come forward, so many people play it small. So many people play it small and it's tiring. And it gets to a point where you're just like, I don't know out of how much shit I can take it's time to come out. It's time to come out. And again, I cannot reiterate enough. I am not just talking about sexuality here. I am talking about you as yourself. How old are you going to be until you realize that you are sat on an amazing pool of creativity and you are incredibly intelligent and it's time to write that fucking book? Like, how long you got? Do you know something I don't? Like, at what point are you going to go, you know what, I've got an athlete in me. You know what, there's a skinny person in me somewhere. You know what, there's a writer in me. You know what, I'd love to learn the guitar. You know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it. You know you know what, I really like art history, but I could, I could never, I could never paint. Paint. Because if you're drawn to something or there's desire, then it's meant for you. Mm-hmm. Let me just take a sip of my green tea. I desire my green tea, therefore it's for me.
that's why in the natural world we are drawn to certain foods you know oh I fancy an apple today I mean I know with all this marketing you're probably not going to say that because I've never seen an apple advert but that's why what the hell that's why marketing is really manipulative because it plays on um it's propaganda, basically. It, it taps into your mind to the point where it gets you to desire it. It gets you to salivate and then you purchase. So there's a distinct relationship between desiring, must have, buy, purchase. Okay. So whenever you desire someone, you know, whether they're same sex, whether they're opposite sex, whatever. Hello, they're meant for you. You know, I have a big thing about sexuality anyway. I really think sexuality is a gray thing. It, it's a gray scale. It's a scale. It's not this or it's that, but religion came along and started to compartmentalize it. I mean, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I re resonate more with the um, Muslim re religion. Yeah, I, I've spoken to a few people about converting. But again, I mean, elephant in the room, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I can't. I can't not like women, unfortunately. It's one of those things. And if you think that I am going to live my life like a pained um, Virginia Woolf, you know, um, you know, with her relationship with that lady, and I can't remember what that lady's name was. Uh, it's going to do my head in. But I look back, you know, and Alan Turing, and I look back at all these people who were caged and not allowed to express themselves. It doesn't end well. It never ends well when you bottle yourself up and suppress yourself. So again, I'm not just talking exclusively about sexuality here. I'm talking about you as a person. There are so many regrets lying in a graveyard. It's untrue. So I suggest if you desire something or desire some, someone, fucking go for it. Because at the end of it, there's a big pot of gold. There's happiness life is too short at what point are you going to tell your desire to stop desiring because that's a control that I have never seen anyone be able to get hold of so at some point in your life you're going to have to surrender to the fact that you never give in to your desires you know and we're not talking seedy ones of course we're not we're talking about logical ones here gorgeous ones beautiful ones desire something desire something you know how many times do you see football fans going on and on and critiquing the football players because they all desire to be one they just give up you know so don't give up don't be bitter don't be what if what happens oh if only don't ever do those things those things are very low vibrational so look we're at the beginning of a new cycle it's nearly fucking spring if it's not already spring but Jesus Christ, will you get on your feet and will you just grab what you desire, what goes around in your mind constantly, what niggles at your heart, what you cannot shake off if you tried? Go out and grab it. Just grab it. If you want to be a stone lighter, get up early tomorrow or stay up late tonight and do an exercise routine. Just do it. Just do it. If you want to start to make a bit more money, quit your job, get another one. But there's no jobs but there's no, how do you know? You're desiring something and you're not aligning with it. If you can nail your desires, you'll be the happiest person on the planet, okay? So look, 
you know, everyone is moaning at the moment. Everyone is down. Everyone is me, 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 me. You've got to get on your feet because life is for the living. Life is for the taking. Spirit will support you. Judgments will dissolve the minute you are happy in your own skin. The minute you are happy with whatever title other people fucking want to give you, who gives a shit. But if you are happy, you will radiate and inspire other people to be happy too and live their desires out too. Okay, so look, I ain't going to say it again, but seriously, whatever is tapping on your heart daily, it's heavy. Oh my God, I can't stop thinking about it. It's heavy. You have to get it. You have to go and get it. It's yours. It's a hunger that is not going to go away. Okay, be brave, be bold, be beautiful. I will always support you. If anything goes wrong, just DM me. I will always have your corner. But for God's sake, I want you to die happy rather than in regret. Okay? I love you very much. As always, go and get your life.